Welcome to this week's episode of Guarding the Well podcast. My name is James, and hopefully you are doing well. It's great to have you here with us on Guarding the Well. I just want to remind you that our our aim here is to help you have a healthier walk with Jesus, and uh, that's why we do what we do, and hopefully you're well, and it is so good to be back with you. Uh, I haven't had a, a new episode over the last um, about two weeks or so. Uh, Easter got really busy, but um, maybe you could even tell uh, now I am one of those people that get sinuses and allergies attacking me and um, it doesn't sound good so (laughs) apologies to my church but uh yeah allergies hit my family um if you haven't been following us i have four kids and so allergies hit i want to say all six of us uh and it was really bad for about four days four or five days for my wife and i uh it was really bad with the allergies uh where we live uh the funny thing is is i took i had to take my car to the garage and when i went out to take it to the garage i noticed that it had this yellowish green just dusting on it and if if you don't live in an area where allergies are bad or with pollen or anything along those lines consider yourself lucky but the yellowish green stuff was pollen that just covers my car my car is black and so uh usually dirt and stuff don't show up too well on it but it did then but um thanks for sticking with us uh it's good to be back with you and uh if you haven't if you would uh really you know this would really help us out if you wouldn't mind just hitting the subscribe button or the follow button uh depending on what podcast hosting site you use um but you could uh, find us on apple you could find us on uh, google and a couple other places and then also podbean and uh, if you could just subscribe or hit the follow and uh, that would be a great blessing for us and to us and even if you want to leave uh, a comment or a review or a like uh, that would be beneficial and only takes a couple seconds and so that is a great way for you to uh, support our our ministry here uh, just by hitting the, the subscribe button the follow button and you leaving a comment or a like or something along those lines actually helps support our ministry too and so I uh, just want to encourage you to do so and I would encourage you to uh, look us up on Facebook guarding the well uh, the podcast get posted there and then every once in a while we're able to get something up on the on uh, Facebook as well and it's a good place for you to connect with us but hey over the last couple of weeks uh, what I've been doing at my church is I've been preaching through a series called Faithful. And what we've been doing is we've been looking at the faithfulness of God. And we've been trying not to just, you know, be told or see when Scripture says God is faithful and then just take it at face value, but looking at God's faithfulness in different aspects. And this coming Sunday is going to be the last Sunday in uh, our series. But I've been reading through the book of Psalms in my daily uh devotional time and you know i I enjoy the book of psalms it's uh it's a great book uh it's just prayers it's worship it's just laying things before the lord and and it's it's just an amazing amazing book and so i'd encourage you if if your prayer life is maybe a little bit dry you don't know what to be praying for or you wanted to you know learn how to pray um, I encourage you to read the book of Psalms. It's going to take you a little while. There's about 150 of them. Uh, Psalm 119, uh, which is actually my uh, daily reading for tomorrow, uh, will take you a little bit of time. The, Psalm 119 is, is quite long, but it is so beneficial. And so what we've been doing is we've been looking at God's faithfulness. And I know I'm not going to go through uh, the last 
what is it, 11 sermons that I've done on God's faithfulness uh, with you here today. But I just wanted to bring a couple things uh, up to you and and lay at your feet from my daily reading in uh, the Psalms. And one of the things that I've been noticing over uh, the last couple weeks is the Psalms are just really encouraging because it shows to us, the writers are showing to us God's faithfulness and his love to us in like every psalm. And God's faithfulness is something that we struggle with. And we may not admit that. We, we may not come out and tell somebody else that, you know what? I don't know if God's faithful. I don't know if he's being faithful. I don't know if he will be faithful. That's, you know, this past Sunday I spoke on uh, God's future faithfulness of like, will he still be there? Like when, when we get older, when our body starts to weaken or, or if this happens like 15 years down the road, will God still be faithful? And so we struggle with his faithfulness. And if we're just honest, we do. It's just how we are in life because we we get so caught up in everything else going on in the world. And I think that's kind of why I did our series uh, here at the church, because of everything with COVID, because of everything uh, that, that's transpired in our world from uh, racial injustice to social movements to uh, climate change to political to, yeah, you haven't been living underneath a rock. You know the things that have been taking place in our nation and our world, and it's it just so much, so much going on. And we wonder and we sit back and go, okay, is God still faithful? And then we look at our own lives and we we all go through things and we're like, man, where, where's God at? What's God doing? And it really, we start to struggle in our walk with him because we start to uh, have doubts. Uh, I'll give you one quick example. When my wife and I were dating, um, we were in uh, the mall. Uh, if you don't know what a mall if, mall is, if you're younger, um, think of Amazon, but it's actually physical stores all in one big building. Uh, that's pretty much what a mall is that you'd actually go to and shop. Um, but I can remember we we were dating, and, and I think we were still in high school or just out of high school. And so I was about like 18, 19 years of age and had a lot of stuff take place in my life. And I can remember uh, just asking her why, like, why is God doing all of this, uh, in, in my life? And you struggle with God's faithfulness when life doesn't go the way that you want it to go or the way that you thought it would go. And, and we struggle. And so as I've been reading through the Psalms and as I've been doing this sermon series, it's been very beneficial for me. And I just wanted to share a couple things with you today to hopefully help you rest more in God's faithfulness, to see God's faithfulness a little bit more, um, and not to doubt him in the sense that you're going to don't that you don't think he's faithful anymore. And in Psalm 110, we read this. In Psalm 110, verse 4, it says, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. And that's one of the things we have to know about God, that he doesn't change his mind. He's not going to change his mind. And so when God says something to us in the scriptures, where God makes a promise to us, he's not going to change his mind on that. He's not going to be like, you know, your uncle or your aunt that promised to let you borrow the car or give you a hundred dollars or or something along those lines, and then change their mind. It's not going, not going to happen. 
because God does not change his mind. And when we start to doubt God's faithfulness, we're thinking that, ah, maybe God, maybe God's doing something different. Maybe God changed up the plans and, and he forgot to tell me. No, that's not, that's not the way it is. God does not change his mind. And because of that, if we jump over to Psalm 112, we could see in verse 7, we read this, he will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. And I love that verse because in verse 7, it says, He will have no fear of bad news. And the he there is not, not speaking to, to the Lord. He's just speaking to uh, actually the righteous man is, is who that is being referred to. And so for the person that is in Christ, <clears throat> we, we don't have to fear bad news. Now, notice what we're what i'm saying and notice what the scriptures are saying it's not saying that bad news will not come because i don't know if you know this or not and i'm pretty sure you do but bad news is going to come one of the things that took place uh you know one of the reasons why i didn't get a podcast out uh you know two weeks ago is because i had something happen in my family and it, it you know it was one of those things that where the phone rings it's like oh something happened. And thankfully it, it turned out okay. But for about four days, we're not, not sure what's going on. And, and it was just bad news comes and you know that, but for the person that is in Christ, the righteous person, we don't have to fear bad news. And the reason we don't have to fear bad news is because, well, God doesn't change his mind and our heart is steadfast. Well, what does, it, what does steadfast mean? It means, you know, rock solid. It's staying there and, and it's not moving. And, and our heart is steadfast in trusting in the Lord. We, we can trust him. Then in light of the bad news, whatever the bad news that, that comes, we can trust God. When the, I can still remember the day when, when the doctor called uh, my wife and I into the office and said, hey, uh, something showed up in your son's blood work. Uh, he has muscular dystrophy and we need to uh, send him off to a, a specialist and get more blood work to see what form of muscular dystrophy he has. And I could still remember when uh, we were w visiting with the specialist and he was looking at the, the blood work that we had done and, and he goes, you know, the, the genetic testing and everything comes back and says, your son has Duchenne muscular dystrophy. And, and my wife and I knew we, we'd already explored all these different things. And we knew that Duchenne was a hundred percent fatal disease. And, and that's bad news. And that rocks your world. I'll be honest with you. That rocks your world. And that causes, it causes questions and, and doubts and, and fears and, and things along those lines to come up and saying you're immune to them or that we're immune to them, but that we're still able to trust the Lord in all of that that in light of the bad news, in light of the difficulty, in light of the, the pain and the hurt and the confusion, maybe even in the anger, that we're still able to trust God because he, he doesn't change his mind. He is faithful. And if, if we wanted to, we could jump into the book of Romans where it says God works all things out for the good of those who love him. And so we're able to trust in God. Let me ask you this. Are you trusting in the Lord? Are you trusting in him for your salvation? Are you trusting in him in light of everything that is going on in your life? Because here's the deal. Satan doesn't want you to trust God. Satan wants you to think that God is lying, that God has left you, that God has abandoned you. 
And he wants to do that because that will cause you to fall away from the Lord. And that gives Satan an opportunity to destroy and to kill, as we see in John chapter 10. And so are you trusting in the Lord in light of everything that's going on? I'm not saying it, it, it's, it's easy. I know firsthand it's incredibly hard and incredibly difficult. But are you trusting in him? Well, I don't know if I can trust in him. I, I, I just don't know. Well, I want you to think of something. In Psalm 116, verse 7, we read this. Be at rest once more, O my soul. For the Lord has been good to you. This past Sunday, I didn't preach from this verse. I actually read this verse this morning in uh, my daily reading time. But this past Sunday, I preached on God's future faithfulness. And I, I told the church that God's future faithfulness is rooted in his past faithfulness. And what that means is that we know that God will be faithful to us in the future because he has been faithful to us in the past. And that's what the psalmist said, says here in, in Psalm 116, verse 7. Be at rest once more, O my soul. Is your soul at rest? Like, are, are you just, do you have peace? And when we say peace, everybody thinks peace is the absence of war or distress or pain or, or any one of those things. And yeah, that is peace, but that's not necessarily the peace that Scripture speaks to. Scripture talks about peace in the midst of those uh, difficulties, that we're able to just have peace in the midst of them. It's not a peace that is absent of, of hardship. It's a peace within the hardship. And the psalmist says, be at rest once more, O my soul. And that's a great place for our soul to be, just at rest in God. And the reason that we're able to be at rest in God and trust him, and, and no matter what is going on in our world or in our lives, because the second part of the verse, for the Lord has, has been good to you. And what the psalmist is saying there is that your soul can be at rest because God has been, it's past tense, he has been good to you. And because he has been good to you, he will be because he doesn't change his mind, because he doesn't change. And so since God has been faithful to us in the past, we can look at what we're in now and know that God will be faithful to us in the midst of what we're going through right now. But we can also look down the corridor of time and see what might happen. Or for the, those of you, uh, you have situations going on in your life that you know that if Jesus doesn't do a miracle, you know what the outcome is going to be. You know that when that outcome comes, you know that God will still be faithful, that he'll be there, because he always has been. And that's the great thing about God's faithfulness, that he is faithful to us even when we're not faithful, that we're able to rest in him and trust in him because he is good, because he is faithful, and he doesn't change. So what, do you, what is your faith in right now? What are you trying to use? What are you trying to get you through life instead of putting your faith in Jesus? What is it the source? What is the source of your strength, of your encouragement? What are you trusting in? What is it, what is your faith in right now? Is it a bank account? Is it a car? Is it a spouse? Is it a child? Is it a political figure? Is what what is it? Because all those people and all those things, they're, they're still people. I love my wife. 
My wife is, you know, a rock in my life. But I also have to understand that that she's human, just like I am. And we need to have our source, that our faith would be in Christ. And so I just want to encourage you today. I don't know what's going on in your life. But I can tell you that no matter what is going on in your life, that God is faithful and he will continue to be faithful to you. And so do not allow Satan to pull you away from Christ, to pull you away into a world of where you're just doubting the things of God. But I would encourage you just to keep putting one foot in front of the other, even if that's just a two-inch step of moving closer to Jesus and staying with him and knowing that he is faithful. And so hopefully that helps you a little bit today. And uh, it's so good to be back with you. And uh, we'll get back in and, and have another podcast next week. But uh, let us know, uh, how, how's life going for you? What is God doing in your life? Let us know. We'd love to hear from you and um, praying for you. And hopefully you have a great day. You take care.